The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a psychologist, that's Steve, and a comedy writer, that's me, try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I am doing great. I am locked and loaded, ready for the question. What Do we, do we have one uh, from a listener this week? Oh, we always have one. We have a great one this week. Uh, here it goes. Me and my boyfriend recently got engaged. We haven't told anyone but a few close friends. We're getting ready to announce it to our families when my soon-to-be sister-in-law, referred to in this as Kay, decides to go out and announce her future engagement. Read future. It has not happened yet. That's cool and all. Good for her. We'll just announce it some other time, I guess. So I would be okay with that if she hadn't gone ahead and started spouting things behind my back like how I'm temporary. Not only that, she makes fun of me and talks down to me all the time. Well, obviously, she has no clue what she's doing. She's so immature, she is going to be a wreck for him. That's in quotes, like she's like Kay is saying it. I can take a few hits, punches, but the kicker is, quote, she's just with him to get knocked up and tie him down, unquote. I found that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a juicy one this week. I found, I, I, I found that sucker out for my future mother-in-law. Kay hates me for some reason. Uh, you might read this as concern for her brother, but he hates her and vice versa. She has never been nice to him ever. Uh, he has vocally stated several times that he cannot stand her and her criticisms of him and everyone else. She criticizes everyone and tears them down every chance she gets. She criticizes my lack of luxuries and consistently tries to make me look like a gold digger. I make more than she does. She, does, uh, she doesn't even have a job. I haven't been mean to her. In fact, I support her art degree and buy stuff she makes. Did she perceive an unintentional slight? Or is she just terrible? I'm going to have to get used to this woman for the rest of my life. How do I deal with her? She's the type to call CPS when you piss her off in order to get back at you. All right, so that's a doozy. Steve, what do you think? Well, there... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think you just read a question of like from uh, the annals of middle school tirade magazine. Like, holy cow. <laughs> This is a fully formed adult that's doing this kind of thing. I'm like, oh my God. Well, <clears throat> I, the, the first piece of advice, I'm gonna harken back to last week's with the wedding and worried about alcoholic mother and stuff like that. Like, that with family members, you do have to divorce yourself a bit from them emotionally because how many times are you gonna see her in a year? Like maybe five, maybe four? Like, uh, just suck it up and see him for an hour. But if she's really toxic, it might take a bigger dog in the hunt to help you out. And that's where I would have, uh, let's see, let me get the characters correct here. Husband talk to his mother about settling her down a bit, if this is really becoming a thing. The problem is the writer is, you can feel by the way that she's writing it, James, she's getting pulled into this middle school power struggle with the mean girl. And she's kind of becoming that, the thing that she hates. But when she gets a little um, 
a little nasty with, geez, I can't think, oh, I make more money than her. Like those kinds of statements make me think, all right, you're kind of getting pulled down to her level. So let's stay above all of that. The, the letter writer doesn't have a lot of power. If these were two guys, they would fight in the backyard and everything would be taken care of. But women are a little bit different in the way this has to be handled because they don't feel the threat of getting punched in the face. And so they just kind of run until someone corrals them. I don't know that her brother is the one to do that. Maybe he is. I don't know what kind of relationship they have, but I do know that the mother, is, as the matriarch of this mess, does have the most power of anybody in the equation. And if it starts to get too out of hand, I would have the mother uh, say something to her and do what she can to pump the brakes. My guess is the mother is kind of tacitly supporting this by not stopping it, and that's me not knowing anything about the family. But that kind of power, when a child has that kind of power, it's being granted to that child from one of the parents. Maybe it's a father thing, I don't know. But somebody has let her run amok, and that person is the one that needs to start pulling back on the reins. And I don't know what you think about that, but that's uh, that seems right up your pragmatic alley. Yeah, it's one of those things. You can't ever make someone like you. I mean, if, if this other woman has decided to hate the letter writer for whatever reason, I mean, that's not necessary. It's not a rational decision. So you're not going to use logic and, and rationality to get her out of it. Uh, and it might be the best thing you do is just avoid her, ignore her and uh, hope she starts, you know, harassing somebody else. And if she doesn't, uh, whatever, live your life. And that's and that's the hardest advice ever to, to follow. I mean, we're not we're not giving advice to, you know, Gandhi here. Gandhi, I'm pretty sure, would never write into a podcast <laughs> asking for help. Uh, he would he would solve his own problems. We write, you know, we write letters to people who are asking for help because these things do bother us. It burns us up inside. I mean, we all have things that get under our skin. And, and this K, uh, I mean, she's clearly getting under the letter writer's skin. And, that, and that's the hardest thing in the world. But she's not alone. I mean, I, I'd say it's a good sign that her fiance takes her side. This would be a totally different argument if every time this happens, if her fiance shuts down or takes the sister's side and the sister runs the whole family. But really, I mean, as long mm. as she and her fiance are on the same side, I mean, the rest of the family can take her to leave it. I mean, maybe you only see him twice a year at Christmas and Easter or whatever else. I mean, as, as an adult, you can kind of you can kind of control your contact. And, and no, you can't control what she says on Facebook or anything else. But I guarantee you, if, if your appraisal of her is fair and, and, you, and you see all these things in her, then everybody else sees all these things in her as well. And uh, in my experience, people who lash out this much, they I mean everybody knows what they're like and they have they have very few friends they have very few outlets so you know everybody they, they start right, going off again right. and everyone just kind of rolls their eyes oh there they go again <laughs> so I, I i doubt it's a matter of having you know your professional reputation ruined or you know your friend other friendships ruined i think i think this this nasty person who's causing all these problems i mean she's probably doing it all just just for her own amusement i doubt it's having a broader effect other than irritating the letter writer so yeah as best you can ignore it as best you can uh, avoid contact because i'm really not optimistic that she'll ever change i think the best you can hope for is eventually she finds some other target or gets bored and starts harassing somebody maybe maybe she'll that that, that future fiance of hers she mentioned i i feel bad for that guy but i i have a feeling maybe that could be a, a new target for her down the road <clears throat> Yeah, these are people that tend to have difficulty putting a governor on their emotions. So 
And, and really for me, James, let me just skip back to the point here, which is I don't care if Kay likes or dislikes the letter writer. I think the letter writer wishes that she could get along with everybody, but I don't mind that she doesn't like her. It's the way that you handle that dislike uh -huh. that shows there's some arrested development. That's how kids handle things. Adults can usually compartmentalize that a little better just for the peace and uh, just to have a peaceful Thanksgiving that uh, with, with the family over. Like they'll kind of keep that under wraps for the sake of the greater good. Kids aren't able to do that. And this K sounds like someone who's not able to do that. So if it has to be pressure applied externally, that's where I say get a parent involved and uh, try to make yourself twice removed so that it doesn't look like, well, so-and-so said this about you and now you've got to <laughs> stick a note in her locker to say back off. And then she'll tell Ashley to tell Brittany to tell Jennifer to tell you to back away. And it can't be like that because because that's going to be just, it'll never end. But anyway, so yes, I don't care. If she, don't get focused on whether she likes you or not, because that is a battle you're going to lose. Just focus on, can we contain our disdain for each other long enough so that if both of us have children, that they don't feel that stress. Like kids hate that kind of thing. Just let it roll and everyone have a peaceful turkey dinner at their giant table that their wife designed. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know if we saved any kind of relationship today, but maybe, just maybe, we saved Thanksgiving. And really, doesn't that make it all worthwhile? <laughs> I just want to eat my turkey in peace. Yeah, I did. It, Man, you're right, though. The, these people are out there, and uh, the problem is, I don't know if the letter writer is completely stable either, because she is kind of, when she said she's the kind that'll call CPS on you, I don't know if that's true or not. If it is true, I'd be way more careful in dealing with her and have mom step in, not you. But if that's just sort of a, a, a I can't think of the right adjective I want to use, that's just a sort of a nasty thing to jab at her with, I think, well, don't sink to her level. Take the high road on this now, one. Now, wait a minute. This this lady not only listens to our podcast, she took the time to write in. So, letter writer, I am 100% on your side. I'm sure everything is exactly as you say it appears here. I believe you 100% and trust your judgment. Ignore Steve. Ignore him completely. You are, you are in the right here. Well, I think that's all I have for this week. Do you have any closing thoughts, Steve, other than insulting the very nice people supporting us? <laughs> to be an insult. I always coach people, take the high road. It's less stressful for you to live that way than for you to descend to their level. All right. Well, if you have a relationship issue that you'd like to solve in 10 minutes or less, it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be uh, platonic friends, co-workers, parent, child, whatever the relationship is. In this case, it was, you know, uh, future sister-in-law. Uh, send us those questions. You can email me at jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. And we will take a crack at your questions and maybe we won't solve your problem, but maybe we'll at least save Thanksgiving. And hey, that's an awesome side effect. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us for another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.